Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, so like I said, Jewel and I are going to go through and we're going to assign some top name free agents to their teams. Last week we did a fantasy draft. We're kind of doing a reverse draft, I guess, if you will, um, by putting guys on different teams instead of our team. So we have guys, uh, just to let you know what, what we're doing with this exercise here, is we have guys like Freddie Freeman, Chris Bryant, and Drelton Simmons, Nick, Scott, Nick Castellanos, uh, Nelson Cruz is on the list. And we also have, uh, is it Seiya Suzuki? Seiya Suzuki. Okay, he's coming over from Japan. If you're not aware of him, I read something the other day. Somebody said he's going to be better than Ichiro, which is a tall order. But the fact that somebody was with it enough to say that, it's a big deal. So we're going to end it with him. But let's start with Freddie Freeman. Jewel, who do you have Freddie Freeman going to? I got him going back to Atlanta. Yeah? Why why Atlanta? He's going back. He's going back to Atlanta. He's going to go back there on a, I don't know, seven-year deal. Um, they're going to pay him. He is. He is the emotional leader of that Braves team. He's been there for twelve years in the organization. He came mm-hmm. up when he was twenty. He's thirty-one now. So I mean, maybe a five-year deal, realistically, a five-year one twenty to one fifty. Um, because that's their guy. That is their guy. This Braves team would not have had any success without a guy who's been a one, two, three, four, five, six-time top ten MVP candidate. Five-time All-Star. Five-time Gold All-Star. Glover, three Silver Slugs. Three Silver Slugs. Yeah. He did actually get one MVP. One MVP, but he finished in the top ten five times. Mm-hmm. Like he's he is everything. He is the Braves. Mm-hmm. The Braves do not go to another World Series without Freddie Freeman. The Braves aren't competitive without Freddie Freeman. Even mm-hmm. mid to late thirties, Freddie Freeman, his power is going to age really well because his swing is going to age really well. He doesn't try to mm-hmm. do too much. He has great athleticism for a first baseman, so he's going to his position. With his power and everything, just ages really well. I don't think the Braves can let him go. Yeah, and at six five, I agree with you. He's got to go back to the Braves. At six five, like he's got the length that he doesn't need. He doesn't need to get a whole bunch of torque from his hips to, to hit the ball hard. They nope. all he has to do is get those arms extended, and it's going out. So, yep. so yeah, his swing is going to age really well. Um, first base is the perfect spot for him because. His body will age well with it, and with a universal, yep. with the potential of a universal DH starting in 2022, there's no reason for them to get rid of him at all. Because even if they no, have a young they, first baseman coming up, they're going to want his bat and his leadership in the clubhouse for yeah, I'm going to say they, six years because he just turned 32. Years. Yeah, he okay, just yeah. turned 32 no, in year, September. Yeah, a six year one, six year 150 to 180. Like they're going to have to pay him upwards of 30 million. If they want to keep. I was going to say six years. 
180 was what was my target for him. I feel like that would be a reasonable reasonable deal for a guy at his age. I know, but I I think we're going to see guys coming out a little bit lower on this on the the backside of the CBA. I mean, he's put together he he has single handedly won forty three games for the Braves over his career. He has, and uh, up to this point, let me see if I can let me find his uh, career earnings real quick. He's already earned one hundred thirty three million dollars. So another thirty a year for him, another one eighty over um, over six years for him. I don't feel like that's unreasonable. It is a pay cut. Oh, actually, no, that's a pay raise by eight million dollars a year. Yeah, no, and he so, deserves it. If there's anyone that's mm-hmm. deserving of $30 million at this mm-hmm. point in his career, coming off a World Series, previous MVP, Freddie Freeman. Like, yep, no one doesn't love Freddie Freeman. Frederick. Yeah. He's my favorite Brave and yours. All right, so Freddie Freeman going back to the Braves. I'm going to start with Anthony Rizzo. Um, Rizzo, to me, is a tough one. I'll be honest with you, because I don't – think he'll go back to New York. I don't think he enjoyed his time as a Yankee enough to want to go back. I know every Yankee fan thinks that everybody loves being a Yankee because you're wearing those pinstripes. Anthony Rizzo is the exception, not the rule. Um, man, he, out of all these guys, he's the one I looked at and I was like, I honestly don't know. Um, I could see him going back to Boston, potentially. Um, I think it depends on what Schwarber does. Um I like. I feel like if Schwarber goes to Boston, I don't think Rizzo will because there's a couple spots for him there with first base and the DH. Um, but uh, but that's where I'm going to put put Rizzo is Boston. And if we're doing contracts, I'm going to give him uh, probably a five year deal at 140. I would think. Okay. You know, I I like Rizzo. Rizzo, he's like one of the him and him and Frederick, two best personalities in the MLB. Yes, yes, I By agree with far. you. Far like first baseman's always have a good personality. Like Pujols, we have to Cabrera. That, I was like, watching an interview with Joey Votto on Dan Patrick a few oh, weeks Votto, ago, and yep. he's like, he's like, do you have to be social to be a first baseman? He said, absolutely, you have to be. You have to be social because everybody's coming to you. You got to be able to talk to these guys when you get when you get there. You're yeah. holding them on. You got to have a conversation with them. Can't be awkward. <laughs> And Rizzo, he just he's just cute when he smiles too. Like not in a weird way, but like he's just very like aesthetically pleasing when he smiles. He is. And speaking of personality, uh, did you see? So I think the Cubs played one of the first games in the 2020 season, and yeah. first guy gets on base and he pulls out a bottle of hand sanitizer. Yep, that was yep, like that was classic for, yeah. Rizzo. That's a classic Rizzo move, and I loved every bit of yeah, it. Yeah, no, Rizzo is great. Um, I would love to see him back in Boston. I think Boston is a perfect fit. I think Boston needs Rizzo. Yes. Like, because they, um, you know, Bobby Dalback is not the answer at first base. Um, you know, Rizzo would be a great fit in Boston. The only other team, if I had to put him somewhere that could really, really use a solid, steady, consistent first baseman that might pay for him. Is Milwaukee? Yeah, they haven't had a consistent first baseman. They need someone, and I think Rizzo could fit with Milwaukee. And I agree. You know, five year, one forty, one fifty. Mm-hmm. So, but he won't sign until Freeman signs. No, he won't. No, because I think he's going to try to piggyback his deal. Yep, 
100%. I don't know. If he's gonna. I don't know. If he's necessarily gonna try to one up it because I don't think teams will do that. But I think. No. I think he's gonna try to piggyback his deal and get similar yeah. to what he got. Yeah, and if Freeman so. doesn't resign with Atlanta, they go hard after Rizzo. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Trevor Story. Trevor Story. Shortstop, formerly with the Colorado Rockies, no longer employed by them. In the words of Garrett Cole. Oh man, oh, Trevor Story. There's so many places where he could fit because he does have the potential to be able to play the outfield. Um, I don't think he ever will. I think he's more suited for his shortstop, second base, um, of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I think that he goes to. I hate it, but I think he goes to New York. And he goes to the Yankees because I think if anything, they need they need him. They do need him, like, desperately. So him and our next guy, I think the Yankees would, like, way overpay for because they need the shortstop position. Um, That being said, I don't have Trevor Story going to New York. Um, I have Trevor Story going to Seattle. This is obviously a wish list item of mine. I would love to have Trevor Story in Seattle. Not as a shortstop, though, because J.P. Crawford is the guy. I think he would make the switch to third base, and he would make it very well. Part of that is I think he could age well at that position. Don't require as much range. You don't have to chase those balls into foul territory. Let J.P. Crawford take care of that. Um, Just focus on scooping the ball at third base and uh, hitting dingers. That's all I ask of you, Trevor Story. And let's give him all the money. Just give it all to him. I don't care what it is. Just give it all to him. Do That's, you think he gets a 10-year? Uh, I hmm, At 29? Let's see. He's... Hmm. Eh, That's I can tough. I'm getting a 7. I'd I give him a 7. I'd give him 8. Yeah. And then trade him after 7. I can see a 7 with, <laughs> I can see a seven with an option. There you go. 7 plus 1. I see a 7, yeah. a 7, 200. Yeah. yeah. No, for story, yeah. 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 200 is a pretty good stuff. deal for Trevor Story, though. Yeah, and the Mariners have given it out before for worse. They have. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I Yeah, I think, and honestly, I think his down numbers this year are the result of him being disgruntled for not being traded at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. That he was not a guy who was willing to play for the Rockies after they told him they were going to move him. Oh, yeah. So, because he years. was a, he was the last, let's see, what, uh, last four years he's been top. 15 in the MVP voting top 10 once. And then this year he goes and he hits, uh, he hits 251. He does nothing. Does with nothing granted, he hit 24 home runs, but that ties him for his second lowest. I mean, aside from the COVID year, that was what he hit his second year in the league. And one of his, his second worst OPS at 801. So I think he, I really think he mailed it in after the trade deadline, which I'm fine with a guy like that because the Rockies, showed him that there was not going to be any loyalty there. They told him they were going to move him. They did not. I'm fine with it. I don't feel like there's an attitude issue there because he's a guy who comes and plays hard and plays really, really, really well. So I yeah, want him. No, I agree. And then there that leads us to our next guy who also plays really, really well, really, really hard, and goes... 110% all the time. Carlos Correa. My time. So I have to say this. Um... I think I can't remember former if I said it on the podcast overall, or not. Former norm, number one overall pick, rookie of the year, 
just been sensational since day one, literally since day one. Yes, and continues to be. So and yeah, when better. when he did that, when he did the whole thing with the with the watch in the World Series and hit that home run, I really thought he was going to undo the wrist guard, undo the arm guard, and just drop him at home plate and then go on his drop. Like once once I thought that was going to happen, I desperately wanted it to happen. I was okay with the Correa time. I was okay with the watch, the watch tap. Um, but so Correa, I feel like is going to New York. I feel like the Yankees are going to give him everything that he wants and he's going to go to New York and he's going to embrace the culture. He's going to love being cheered by the fans. He's going to love being booed by the fans because he is a guy who's self-aware enough for the most part, I feel like, to be like, yeah, I deserve to be booed when I'm being booed. Yeah, like and he, he suffered through it in Houston. He did, and he performed the entire time. Yeah. He, He's the one guy who did. And his – yeah, I I think that New York, the Yankees in particular, is a is an outstanding fit for him. And yeah, they're going to give I mean, him – man, they're going to give him what? They'll probably give him 13 years because he's only 27. I bet they'll give him 13 he's years, so 400 young. million. Yeah, no, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. You know, I think Correa, and he's so good. He is so good. I hate uh, how good he is. I wish he would go to the National League so we didn't have to deal with him at all. Dude, same. Oh, my God. Go gosh, to the Mets. They, <laughs> they got Lindor. They do. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. He's not going to no. go somewhere and not play shortstop. Yeah. No, he's he's a shortstop. For instance. Um, he's a platinum glove at, at shortstop. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the contract, you're right. I think it is possibility of a 13 mil 13 year deal uh new york makes a lot of sense i'm trying to think of somewhere else uh, this is gross but if there's a team that's gonna do it and a team that's gonna way overpay for a guy it's the dodgers i don't think they give him the long-term deal that he wants though i think if he was going to go somewhere and uh and be on an expensive short-term deal I think he would have stayed in Houston. But on the other hand, he's also demonstrated that he does not want to be in Houston anymore because he's turned down multiple offers from the Astros. I could also so. see another – do you want to know who could use another big ego? Who's that? The, the Phillies. <laughs> they have so many in that clubhouse already. <laughs> but, I mean, they already have Harper. But, I mean, very similar profile, very similar pedigree, very similar like age when they got the big deal. Very similar, yeah. like makeup stats, like those guys back to back in a lineup is like. Oh my gosh, that'd be so dangerous! Potato, potato. It's like the same. You put player. Correa on bef- in in the lineup before Harper, and he's actually hitting two run homers instead of solo shots. Yeah, like <laughs> I could see it with the Phillies, and Dombrowski has said he wants to land a big shortstop. Yeah, man, that'd be that'd be crazy. That locker room, though, man. So, do you, how do you think he would play with with Gene Segura? Do you think they? I mean, I'm sure they play well together. Segura. I mean, a, no, because Segura Segura would move to second. I think he's been playing second because they had uh, Didi Gregorius playing shortstop. Yeah, I mean, so they would I'm, have Bohm, Correa, Gene Segura, Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto. That's pretty solid. Oh. As long as Bohm's hitting and Hoskins is hitting the way that they can. It's a pretty solid yeah. lineup. I'd make that deal yeah. if I was the Phillies. Yeah, I can see it. I can see the Phillies doing it. They did it for Bryce. 
They did. Yeah. Same same kind of player. Um, that leads mm-hmm. us into Chris Bryant. The next guy, Chris Bryant. This is the guy that I got going to Seattle. Yeah. This is the Jerry Depoto guy. He this is. is the, this is the Jerry Depoto guy. You're like, right. Chris Bryant is the guy that Jerry Depoto has said. This is the kind. He has basically said we want Chris Bryant without saying we want Chris Bryant. Like. Yeah. Like. I think I mean, you're it's right. Hard, though, it's, it's hard to deny. It's like, you know, they didn't get Semyon. So what? Probably because they were waiting for Bryant. Well, I, the thing with Simeon is that, I mean, he did have this, he had this outstanding year in Toronto at second base. Um, and the Mariners are very familiar with him since he was in the AL West uh, with the A's, but he's playing shortstop. So I think the whole league has been like, okay, Simeon is a second baseman. He's not a shortstop, but can he still reproduce the year that he put together at second base for somebody else or because he, he was in a contract? He had a top three MVP. He was a MVP finalist at shortstop with Oakland. Oh, was he? I didn't know about the. In I, I must have missed the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know he's good. I always called him Trevor Story light, but Trevor Story might be Marcus Simeon light. So yeah, I don't know. No, I think it's. I think that's more accurate. I mean, so KB's turning thirty. Um, you know, coming off a year where he didn't hit for a ton of power, but he's never really been like a huge power guy right. since he won the MVP. You know, and I don't know. I think his versatility, being able to play. Infield, outfield, all over the place. He can literally play every position except catch and pitch. That's what the Mariners need, and they can put him at third base. Mm-hmm. And then if there's an injury in the outfield, they can bring up someone from the minors and plug him in anywhere. So I think just the roster flexibility, Seattle on a, I don't know, eight years, because he, he's a Boris Corp, so he's going to get a gross amount of years. Um, I don't think I don't think Boris years. is will I don't think Boris will let him sign for anything less than ten years. Yeah, and I think the I don't think he'll get him in the room. I think it will get him in the room if the, two of those years are option years. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. And then I don't know. Chris Bryant's body looks like it's one that could turn. I mean, six five, two thirty. He could turn into a legit DH. He could. He could turn into a first baseman too with a glove like that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's played some first base. Mm-hmm. So that's like so. the tall. He's got to be one of the tallest third basemen in the history of baseball. 6'5? Six, 6'5, five? Six, five, yeah, I'm reading it right now. Man, that's nuts. Um, So I, he's obviously not going back to San Francisco. I don't think he's going back to Chicago. I feel like there was some, uh, I don't want to say bad blood, but I, I think maybe he felt like he was kind of burned by the Cubs when they traded him. Oh, yeah. uh, even though he, I'm sure he obviously knew it was coming. I mean, he cried. Um, he did, yeah. And I'd be upset. I don't blame him. But anyway, um, I'd like to see him in Seattle. This is my thing: is if the Mariners don't get Story, I want him to. Get, I want him to get Chris Bryant. Um, see, I'd because... have Bryant over Story. Would you? Yeah. Um, man, it's tough. Um, how about he goes to? The my goodness, not the Dodgers because they have Turner. Yeah, they do. What if he goes to Colorado? He's no, that organization is too dysfunctional. That would be that would be strictly a money deal, but that's not uncharacteristic of Boris Client. No, 
I, I mean, they didn't want to pay Story. I don't think they would want to pay KB. Yeah, it's true. They played. They paid Nolan Arenado. They traded him away. So yeah, you're right. No, uh, no Colorado. Um, he could be another. He could be another uh, option for the Yankees. Yeah. No. I feel yeah. like Boris has the Yankees on speed dial. One send. Mr. Cashman, how much are you willing to pay my my client? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Bryant here. You're my first call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Chris Bryant for me was the was actually the hardest one out of the whole group because I don't know because I'd like to have him in Seattle, but I don't know where he would go other than that. Yeah, no, so. I mean I can't even see him in Toronto really. Toronto's gonna spend on someone. They have to. They're gonna have to to bring somebody in to fill in the holes there. Um, I saw the other day somebody said Anthony Rizzo to the to the Blue Jays. I was like, no, what are you going to do with Vladdy? You're not going mean, to... No, I guess you can have him with DH, but no. Anyway. Alright, next that. we have Andrelton Simmons at shortstop. Now... Cincinnati. Oh, really? No, Their shortstop no, just won Rookie of the Year. They got India. Ah. See, I have Simmons going to Toronto. No, they have Bo Bichette. Put him in second base. Oh, yeah. Well, Put Bo at second base. True. Yeah, I can see Simmons fitting there. I mean, it's not anywhere close to Semien, but... No, but, I mean, he's a more affordable, ver- a more affordable version of Semien. Very true. So, yeah, yeah I, I feel like he could there. go there and fit in. I haven't been able to think of anywhere to put Anderson Simmons, so... Okay, what about Nick Castellanos? Oh, uh, uh, he's. You, know you don't what? like Castellanos? Two places. I do. I just, uh, I don't know. I think there's two places where he could do really well. Two places that he could do really well because the managers can handle him. Okay. And I think those two places are Detroit and the Chicago White Sox. I don't know if he'd get along with Larusa though. Yeah, uh, I think he would do well in Detroit. I think if anyone that's going to sign in Detroit off of this list, it's going to be Castellanos. I agree because they got you. Baez, they got yeah. Miguel Cabrera, they got the young pitching. Like the chance to win is there. Like the only real competition in that division is the White Sox. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Uh, yeah, no, I had him going to Detroit too because he doesn't have to be the guy to carry the team, which he has the personality to do it. I'm sure he has the confidence. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be. Like, if he had to carry a team, I don't think he would shy away from it because he did a lot for the Reds this year. Um, mm-hmm. But to get a, a team to the playoffs, he doesn't. You don't want him as your top guy, and you've got Baez, and you've got Miggy. I think he is a strong number three, possibly number two, depending on the kind of year Baez has. Yeah, that's true. I think another place I could really use him is Milwaukee because they need someone to take pressure off of Yelich. They do. Desperately. They desperately need a star to take pressure off of Yelich. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. saw once Braun hit his decline, Yelich could not carry the load. Yeah, he's good. This is crazy. Yelich the Brewers had the talented. best outfield in baseball there for a couple of years, and then now it's like, geez, get him somebody. Yeah, it's like and literally yeah. anyone on this list would be great. Mm-hmm. Yelich would be like, I don't care who you get, get someone, please get, get Kyle me another Seager. bat. <laughs> get Kyle Seager for all I care. Yeah, I'm sure he'd hit really well in Milwaukee. Oh, he would do so well in Milwaukee. I, that's one place I would love to see him go. Yeah, that, that'd be a great spot for him. Wasn't on the list, but we'll do it. 
Okay, Nelson Cruz. Speaking of former Mariners, bring him yeah. back, baby. Bring, bring him back, back, Seattle. Bring him back. Okay, bring him back to Seattle. I think we've had this conversation. That outfield in Seattle is awfully crowded right now, and our guy Kyle Lewis is probably going to be the DH going forward. Do you want an aging Nelson Cruz hitting in Seattle over a young, fresh, and full of pop Kyle Lewis? Is that what you? Is that really what you want, Joel? Because I don't. No, no, I don't. But like I do, because like just the clubhouse presence of Nelson Cruz. Everybody loves that guy. That's for sure. I mean, it's just like it's what the Mariners need. Like between like this addition of Robbie Ray, and you bring in Nelson Cruz, like your clubhouse is a lock. Like with leadership. Yeah, I, I do think. I don't know, because I, I feel like Mitch Haniger and J.P. Crawford have done a lot to take, out, take oh, yeah. on that role the last yeah, couple months true. of the season. Uh, so I think they're fine there. I actually, if I'm Nelson Cruz, I'm going back to Tampa. There is zero pressure to perform there. Like, none whatsoever. And he could hit the balls into the into the Stingray tank all day long, and everybody would love oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he hit him up on the catwalk, hit him to the back wall, hit him in the fish tank, everywhere. And he could go up there and strike out 150 times during the year. Nobody would care. They have no cares. Like it's like, oh, cool, nothing cares. Good job, dude. Yeah, no big deal. Just smile, look Tampa. pretty in your 40s. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the thing is, he's in his 40s. He's gonna he's I gonna mean, hit a wall at some point, unless Tampa he's Bay decent is, again. Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay is great for guys in their 40s. Exactly. Retirement community. The humidity yeah. is excellent for your joints. Him and Brady can get along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. All right, Carlos Rodon, starting pitcher. Who needs starting pitching? Everybody, actually, no, yeah. not really. Um, you know, there's some teams that would probably pay up for him. Like the Red Sox are set. The Yankees could possibly swing for him mm-hmm. if we're looking AL. And the Astros, the Astros would absolutely love to have Rodon. Oh my gosh, they'd be so scary if they added him to that rotation. They they need him. I mean, because they don't have Granky anymore. Yeah, only have they two young have... studs already to anchor that staff. If they had him as if they had him That's coming true. in as the one or the two to help those young guys. They'd be scary. Yeah. I'd be I'd be so mad if that. Happened. Yeah, because they've had two pitchers back to back now and second runner up for rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I would say Houston. Houston could make a play. Um, I I'd see him going Cardinals? to the Dodgers. The Dodgers, Dodgers are okay. going to need another starting pitcher. Um, Trevor May is has been good, but he's coming off of Tommy John, and you don't know where he's going to yeah. be at. Like I like that guy, but man, he's he's like freaking nuke Lelouch, man. You don't know where it's going. He doesn't know yeah. where it's going, and especially coming off Tommy John, you don't know what he's going to be. But you've got Walker Bueller, Carlos Rodon, and um, he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> But I honestly can't think of, think of his name off the top of my head right now. But TB. Trevor Bauer, you're right. TB. Yeah, like that pitching staff with those four guys, and you're not playing. You give him Clayton Kershaw's money, it's, it's dangerous. That's really scary. You, know, you have to give him Clayton Kershaw money, which is the next guy on the list. Exactly. Um, the Dodgers are going to bring back Clayton Kershaw. That's going to be you, a short-term deal, so? two or three years, not a ton of money. And I think they're just going to bring him back to say, hey, you know, this is 
and he's going to be like, this is home. Like, this is it. Like, I need to make a last run <laughs> at it. And you guys give me my best shot. I will take the pay cut finally to play and compete for this organization. I think mm-hmm. he comes home. I don't think he goes anywhere else. Because I don't think anywhere else really wants him. Yeah. and Except the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals, the Cardinals like their- love Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Cardinals or Dodgers for me. This is the thing is that Kershaw is only 33, but he feels like he's about 39 or 40. Yeah. With the way he's been pitching lately. And he has reinvented himself. Like he's still pretty decent, but I don't know that I would want him in the postseason just because there are a lot of miles on that arm. Yeah. uh, Pitching deep into the postseason. And you have basically an entire gold love defense in St. Louis. Mm hmm. Yeah. That that would be the perfect spot for him, and having a guy like like Yachty calling his pitches behind the plate for a year that'd be that'd be scary. Oh. <laughs> so, what about this? What if the Cardinals bring him in on a two year, fifty million dollar deal? Oh, Verlander deal, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be the money spot for him, and then I think he calls it a career in St. Louis. Yeah, no, I can see it. I mean, he could legit win the title there. He could. Yeah, I could see it. That team, if, if that team hits, man, they're so dangerous. They're so dangerous. All right, let's go to Eddie Rosario. So Eddie Rosario played for the played the second half of the season with the uh, with the Braves. He got traded away, and he ended up being the NLCS MVP. Um, I guess traded away. The Braves traded for him. Anyway, depends on your perspective, I guess. I mean. I think the Braves would love to have him back, but I think they have to figure out their outfield with, you know, with what they have now because they'll have Ozuna coming back. Don't know about the DH. Um, mm-hmm. And I honestly think he'll sign before they get to figure that out. Um, well, and Acuna is going to be coming back at some point. And, yeah, no, exactly. And they you know, don't that's need a his right outfield, fielder. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If I'm the Braves, I bring him back, though. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like that because he's great. he's an affordable option, and he's going to do really well for you. He's going to contribute. And he's going to help. I mean, he's a big contributor. You could bring him back and not bring back Solaire, and you'd be fine. I guess depends on what you do with Solaire because they could trade him away and get some pretty good assets. But yeah, I don't know, or let him walk and keep Solaire. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think the Braves would be a great spot. I don't know. I think he kind of wore out his welcome in the AL. Between the Twins and the Red Sox, and I think he's just kind of worn out his welcome. Oh yeah, Cleveland. Um, yeah, he was with Cleveland. He was with the Twins. Yeah. Um, I think he's just kind of worn out his welcome in the AL. Um, maybe I could see. Uh, I was gonna say maybe Oakland would bring him in, but I don't know if they'd want to pay for him. No, they would trade for him from Miami. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> maybe that's where he goes is Miami. And then part of the season, Miami. they trade for him on a one year deal. If he's maybe he sends a one year deal with Miami and then, uh, and then the A's trade for him because he's an expiring contract. <laughs> I mean, they've done it. They did it with Starling Marte. So I mean, exactly. I know. What about, what about that though? What about Miami? I mean, I think they're just like, they're so quiet. I mean, Kim Ng and Derek Jeter have done a really good job of putting together a, a low-key, like, really sneakily competitive team with Don Mattingly. Like, yeah, we knew the 2020... Baseball. 
yeah, we knew the 2020 Cinderella Marlins weren't going to be a thing. But no, Sixto Sanchez will be healthy. Sandy Alcantara just got that nice five-year extension. Jazz Chisholm is one of the most exciting young players in the game right now. I like that guy exactly. a lot. He's really good. Yeah. They have a good – they have a very good, solid team. Not like um, – you know, they still have – you know, Jesus Garcia, Garrett Cooper, Brian De La Cruz, Jimmy Garcia. Um, they could they could be contenders in twenty twenty four. I don't know that Rosario is their move right now, um, but maybe in like two, maybe in two years, that's a that, that's a deal that they make. You yeah, know? yeah, and I mean, let, let they did just get Jacob Stallings and Joey Wendell. Yeah. I mean, they needed Stallings right. to be able to lead that pitching staff, and that pitching staff is really good. So, I don't yeah. know. They have Abasil Garcia, too, they got on a four-year deal. Like, mm-hmm. they're loading up. Like, the AL East is wide open. It is. <laughs> it's, it's such a mess. And, you know, the Phillies should win that thing. Well, I, I shouldn't say the Phillies should win that thing, but they should come in second place behind the Braves for sure. But, man. It's wide open. Like, I don't know I remember what statting it out last year. I yeah. statted it out last year, and all these teams have the potential to be plus 500 teams. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, and, and that might be the move for him is to go to Miami and help build up that team and be a. And if they sign him to a long term deal, then he could be the guy who leads them through the playoffs or leads them at least for a, a deep run. But yeah. let's let's go on to our last guy here. We have Sia Suzuki coming over Oof. from Japan. He has, I think, twenty days to sign a contract once this, once the lockout ends, and there are several teams. Uh, that have been pursuing him. Like, I mean, he's he's Otani 2.0 basically coming over. Not the same position. He's an outfielder, but yeah. he's that big of a deal. He's way bigger. He's a way bigger deal than than uh, Yusei Kikuchi was coming over and ended up with this with Seattle. Um, but I mean, he plays third, short, and right. So versatile just... can hit. Who do you th- where do you think he goes? Who do you think gets him? I mean, so he's 27. He carries a ridiculous OBP of 402. I'm like looking at his stats and I'm like amazed. Um, <laughs> he's like a gold glove MVP, like everything. I think... Yeah, he's the man, man. Yeah, he's good. And we have seen a tendency for Japanese players to stay West Coast. They don't really like going Except out Except for Matsui and Dice Except K. Dice K, Matsui, Tanaka. Mm-hmm. A few of those guys. So we either see them go East Coast, West Coast. Big market teams. Mm-hmm. Um, LA, New York, Seattle has landed their fair share. Uh-huh. And they don't need him. But I think they'll do it if the price is right. And it could be because they still have money. Um the Mariners could go after him. They're going to. And They're making a run, and I hope they get him. They they were they whiffed on Shohei Otani. They were the runner up for Shohei Otani. And, the, and, and you know, at first it was looking right like whoo, not signing. Dodged a bullet on that one, but now it's like two run two turns of Tommy John later, and the dude's out here throwing bullets well, and hitting bombs like <laughs> i bet even he's regretting it right now because he's like i could be in seattle it could be contending i could be contending in seattle right now but instead i'm stuck here in la mm-hmm. 
And I think Mariners would have made the playoffs this year if they'd had Otani. Oh, one hundred percent. They would have made it last year and this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Suzuki, with his power, his age, his versatility, the fact that he can hit, play third, play short, outfield. Um, I don't know. It's hard to see not a great fit with the Mariners. And that, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. We talked about guys who DePoto likes. Chris Bryant can play third base, first place, first base outfield. DePoto likes to move guys around. He likes guys who are versatile, who can move around mm-hmm. situationally and can play different positions every single day. I think that's why he goes to Seattle is because he sees the opportunity to play more than just the outfield, more than and just his, third base. He's played 73 games at third base. Yeah. He's played 67 games at shortstop. I think that he sees the opportunity to play more than just one position and to get in the lineup and hit every day because DePoto figures out a way to get guys at bats if they're hitting. Oh, if you're yeah. hitting, you're going to hit. He always has. Yeah. So, yes, because you know DePoto and Service are putting together that lineup together. And if you're hitting, you're if you're if you're hitting well, you're going to continue to hit. So, oh, yeah. I think and even that if he's, you're not, he's going to see like, that opportunity. And even if you're not, you know, we need an upgrade at catcher at DH, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Luis Torrens is not a DH. He's not. He's definitely not the solution. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, you could yeah. put. I mean, you said it. Kyle Lewis coming back. Yeah. We need a DH. Yeah. We need yeah. a DH and Kyle Lewis. We need someone to take outfield reps. I don't mm-hmm. think we'll ever see the Holy Trinity. I don't think outfield. we will either. But you know what? If the Holy Trinity consists of um, Julio Rodriguez, Suzuki, Suzuki and and a hitting, a hitting. Jared Kelnick, I'm here for that. Because Kelnick, saw, he showed after that, after he hit the drove in the game winning run down here in Arizona, uh, he something clicked. He's like, and oh, he was... <laughs> mom, I'm a big leaguer. <laughs> it's probably but, having the grandparents there. It's probably like, it, it had to have been. It had to have helped having the grandparents there. For those of you who don't know that story, I ran into Jared Kelnick's grandparents after the game. I saw them wearing his jerseys. And, and I said, hey, I hope you're going to show up tomorrow night, too, wearing that same jersey. And they said, well, we better. We're his grandparents. <laughs> what? It was awesome. <laughs> but anyways, um, but with that baseball family, let us know what you think about our free agent assignments. Um, it was a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. Maybe I should have prepared a little bit more. But it was a lot of fun. Nonetheless, <laughs> I think we had a good time doing it. Let us know what you think. Reach out on Twitter uh, at baseball, the number two together, or drop something in the mailbag. There's a link down in the description of every episode, or go to baseballtheater.com. You can find the link there. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.